the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Great, Rob. So, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning is an event that we do on a regular basis, and we've got one coming up. Fascinating to me that you had to go back and change it. Like, you would think some of these financial rules are set in stone, that all retirements are essentially played by the same rules, but not so much. Yep. Yeah, this time around, we had to change the second pillar, which is the Maximize Your Social Security pillar, because the file and suspend strategy for Social Security that everybody talked about is the most written about financial topics for the last two years is gone. It ended on April 30th of 2016, um, and uh, so that strategy is is no longer available um, for for kind of new people that, that didn't do it already that weren't over age 66 and their spouse over age 62. So there's still a restricted strategy, a restricted application strategy, where um, as long as your spouse is taking benefits, typically it's the older spouse that has earned more money. Um, but you also earned money too. You can file a restricted application and, and take some spousal benefits and then switch to your own later if it's higher. I mean, the key is with Social Security on that second pillar is if you can tell me when you're going to die, I can tell you exactly when to take benefits. Yeah. Um, can, we, so, can we simplify that and say that if you're fat and you've been in the hospital a lot, take your benefits sooner than later? Nope, absolutely not. Because what if you made the most amount of money and your wife is still going to live much longer because she you know, helped you. She, she took care of herself a little bit better and she's going to live a long time. That, that person would still want to wait until age 70 to maximize their Social Security benefit because when they die, the surviving spouse gets to keep the bigger check. Now, that's very, so, that's very noble of you, though, Chad. Like, my dad bought life insurance on my mom but not on himself because he knew she was going to die first, and ultimately he kind of screwed her because he died first. Right, yep. Don't you think that's a better strategy to go by? Because we're going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great strategy. That worked out well, didn't it? Well, if you have no morals, it works out fine. Um, I only bring I only bring that up because I think sometimes people do make mistakes, and you just totally pointed that out. 
And I totally pointed out, you know, you point out the professional side, wait till you're 70 to protect the spouse. And I pointed out the, you know, my dad was betting. He knew because my mom was heavy and he was skinny, but he also consumed a lot more cigarettes and alcohol than her. Yeah, yeah. And people do make mistakes all the time. I mean, going back to number one on the 10 pillars of retirement income planning, I can email this out to people, the, the, the 10 things that we cover. Uh, if you just email me, chat at chadburton.com. Number one is really know your expenses, and that's including health care costs, gifts, travel hobbies, charitable donations, insurance. And, and then we talk about taxes a little bit later, but people plan to try to replace their net paycheck. And right. the net is what hits your checking account after all of your deductions. But people are saving money in their 401ks, and they haven't been taxed yet. So people forget to calculate how much they're going to pay in taxes each year. 85% of your Social Security for most people is taxable. Um, and then people forget about what do they want to do in retirement. They're not just going to sit around and watch their stories on TV. They're going to want to travel. They're going to want to um, do things uh, for charity. Um, and there's other types of insurance that you're going to need in, in retirement, whether it's long-term care whether it's uh, umbrella coverage, pension insurance, if you have a pension, things like that. So we really talk about um, getting to know what retirement truly costs. Right. So you just brought up something. You said watch their stories. Is that slang for soap operas? <laughs> yep. How did, where I'm did that go come watch my stories on TV. Where did that come from? Because I've heard that on the East Coast. I thought that was an East Coast thing. I don't even know. It just popped into my head as you and I were talking. I can't remember where I heard it. It's been a while. Huh. Anyone knows, drop chat an email, chat at chadburton.com. He could also send you out the um, the sheet, the PDF on the 10 pillars of retirement income. There's a lot of information there. If you can't make the event live, 6329, you can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's next Thursday, uh, or this Thursday is the better way of saying that. Um, you know, another thing that, you know, you just brought up and the file and suspend got changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something people should be aware of. But also like the flipping your IRA into a Roth IRA. There's some IRS rules that, you know, based on your intent, you don't want to do it the, basically the same exact day because then it clearly looks like you were trying to subvert laws. And the IRS could they could say that looks bad or they could say no big deal. Um, yeah. And even like rental houses and homes like um, I had a home that I'd, someone had lived in for two years and then they rented it out for one year. And the IRS could say, well, you really didn't live in it two out of the last five and you're kind of leaning towards rent, making it a rental that they can take the rules and kind of like say, no, 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 you were intending to do this. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Yeah. What you're talking about there is it's kind of changed the, the strategy for the, what, what everybody's been calling about the backdoor Roth contribution when people are still working and they want to convert their, they want to contribute to a Roth IRA, but they're not eligible because they make too much money. So they've been funding a non-deductible IRA and then uh, some people immediately turn around and convert that to a Roth and that can be looked as what's called a step transaction. You're just, using paperwork to avoid income limits on Roth. So that strategy has changed a bit in terms of the timing of the conversion. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, what, you know, there's there's rental properties. People turn a house into a rental property, rent it out for a while, so they can 1031 exchange it somewhere else. Part of once you get wealth, that's when you need a financial planner because a lot of times it's avoiding mistakes and understanding the rules. For your first, you know, 100,000, 250,000, you need low-cost index funds, and you just got to save, 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 pay down your debt, things like that. Once you have wealth, that's when you really need a certified financial planner to help orchestrate all those different issues that you're dealing with. One of your 10 income planning pillars is um, basically protect against longevity. And 
it's kind of a weird conundrum, right? We're living longer, which is great. But if you don't save more, then the quality of life isn't going to be really worth living longer for. So you have to save more because you're living longer. Right. Yeah, I was just reviewing plan scenarios with a client yesterday. And, um, you know, we've, we've over the next 10 years at least, we have to assume different returns because bonds are paying so low for a balanced portfolio for people in retirement. So to get above that, you have to accept more volatility by going more into stocks. And some people just can't do that, Rob. They just can't handle more volatility. So we just sit down and say, okay, look, if you work one more year in retirement, typically you can buy two or three years of time in retirement. So instead of working at, stopping working at 65 and it shows your plan shows you're running money, out of money at, you know, 92, 93, work until 67 and that could get you to 97 in terms of income. So it's, it's a very leveraged situation, especially where, you know, you're dealing with low bonds. So protecting against longevity is the hardest thing you can do right now. People are living longer because of pills and hip replacements and knee replacements. Um, yet CDs are paying a fifth of what they were, you it's, know, 12 years ago. And bonds are paying about a third of what they were 10 years ago. That's CFP uh, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. You can come out and meet him. That's the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar this Thursday, the 16th, 630 to 9. You can sign up and get the free PDF for it at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So this is Australian singer Sia, S-I-A. And I have no problem admitting that I like a good pop song. And she writes, like, every great pop song, and she gives them away to other artists. But then someone said, why don't you record? She's all that in a bucket of chicken. She's the woman who wears the wigs and the bow ties. She's trying to hide her face so that you focus on the music. Prince was famous for sometimes turning off the lights at his show because he didn't want you staring at him. Probably because he wanted to sit down because his hips hurt so much. Um, but I am all about uh, Sia. She's one of those people that... I guess if you could have like a celebrity, you know, uh, that you would pull, that you could pull, if you could pull, um, she'd be someone I would love to go to dinner with. Uh, the song um, Chandelier about just getting drunk. Um, you know, this, the line in it is one, two, three, one, two, three, drink. And you're like, yeah, yeah. She's essentially my age. She's from Adelaide, Australia, which I've got a good friend who lives in Adelaide, which is such an incredibly small world. Uh, we both kind of met the same. I was traveling in Europe, and I met someone that she knew. And like, you're like, I'm in Europe. I'm from California. She's from Australia. And yet, I found someone in Europe that knew this person directly. It's like, whoa. Love those stories. Anyway, and anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Typically, I talk about the sharks right about here, right about now. 
the uh, Martin Jones ruined ruined the Pittsburgh Stanley Cup final party. Pittsburgh's won like six Super Bowls. They've won two or three World Series. They've won two or three Stanley Cups. But and this is the big but, they've never won at home, and it's kind of sad. Like when the when your home team wins on the road, and they don't get a party with the fans, you're like, oh, I bet it's gonna be a fun plane ride home. But it'd be even more fun in the in the stadium. So uh, Sharks are down three to two. They need to win two more straight games and uh, try to win the Stanley Cup, which. I think it would be great for the city. Um, not only is it more tax money, not only is it more you know money spent, but it's sometimes those vendors who sell hot dogs and such uh, gives them another day of work, and I think that's nothing but a good thing. So and when the players are taxed at 10% or whatever they're taxed at for playing a game in our state, I think that's a good thing. And I know you're saying, you're really that micro-focused on money? Yes, I really am that micro-focused on money. Now, I do want to tell you the story about the Coors Light party bus last week. Because this is the station of the voice of the Barracuda, Eric Lindquist was kind enough to say, hey, why did you come down to the Coors Light pregame bus? Because I had tickets to the game, so I did. And uh, you have a, a secret knock to get in. <laughs> and uh, you get free Coors Light. I'm like, he said, don't say anything bad about Coors Light. And I'm like, I wash my car with Coors Light. He says, don't say anything bad about Coors Light. I'm like, I wouldn't even wash my dog with Coors Light. But with that being said, I'm very generous, and that was a lot of fun. And it's one of those perks of the job. That I do get and I do enjoy. Um, it's Muhammad Ali in Louisville is being. They're having a funeral service for him at the KFC Dome. I think if I were to die, I would not want to have my memoriam in like a KFC arena. Just something just wrong about that, right? I know you're saying, Rob, no one, 18,000 people want to come see him. I know, but something still says it's like when the whole Kentucky Derby is run. And it's run at the KFC Yum Brands uh, track because they sponsored it. You're just like horses and horses die and horse meat. And you get kind of a little wonky with it. Anyhow, I got some tickets to give away today. So let's see. I'm going to be giving away a family four-pack of tickets to Alameda County Fair, the Spirit of Summer, opening June 15th of July. Do I only have one pair of? We all need a, a music montage. Um, <laughs> tickets, free tickets are always free tickets, right? So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, the market's kind of in the situation where it's a little bit of uncertainty. And there was a headline on CNBC and Bloomberg that I think just says it all. Um, world interest rates at record lows. Not just the United States has lowered interest rates, but on one hand, that's great because it allows me to get a mortgage cheaper, more home ownership, right? Um, it gets, allows corporations like Apple to borrow billions of dollars to buy back shares and to potentially set up uh, new office spaces and, you know, R&D. Great. But on the other hand, it's also taking away from spending real money. When people are borrowing money on credit, oh, I'm not giving away the tickets yet, am I? Do we give away the tickets? I think the next hour. Fo- okay. I see the phone ringing and kind of off the hook. It's like, what's going on here? I'm like, people are that next hour on that. Um, anyway, I totally digressed and I forgot what I was talking about. But anyway, um, all major markets have low interest rates. And that's really bad because 
it encourages borrowing. And yesterday there was a story that credit card debt's going to go up to a trillion dollars in the United States. And that's that's money that we're spending as if we've earned it. Right? We're only paying down about thirty billion per quarter. So one hundred twenty billion a year. We got a trillion dollars. So we're servicing nine hundred plus billion dollars of debt, roughly. Uh, depending on how much we're adding versus um, spending down uh, versus where the amount starts at the beginning. So if President Obama came out today and said, I want to spend a trillion dollars, we've already we've already spent a trillion dollars in credit card debt and $1.2 trillion in student loan debt. So students have already, well, they're in the process of going to school or they're in school or they're just out of school and they have to pay back $1.2 trillion. That's $1.2 trillion that's not going into a house. It's $1.2 trillion that's not going into a car. It's $1.2 trillion that's going back to banks. So we basically have $2.2 trillion that's already been spent in student loans and credit cards. There's more, you know, mortgage debt, auto debt. You get the idea. And then the cost of debt so cheap, 25 basis points up to one percentage point, basically most banks around the world. Um, not all, but most. And that sits, creates a situation where you're not encouraged to save. So if you're 62 years old, you want to get more than a quarter of one percentage point on your money in a CD. You, that's nothing. That's spit. That's not material. You want to get two, three, four percent. So you feel like your money's earning money by it being saved responsibly. But this is going to end bad, this whole lower interest rate thing, because it's just encouraging more future spending now. But the earnings aren't there. And it comes down to, I've got friends who go out and, and buy, you know, $100,000 cars on credit. And I'll go out and buy a $40,000 car cash. I've already earned my money. Future earnings are mine. Future earnings on a $100,000 car are the auto companies or the banks. So this whole credit issue, it's, it's kind of sticky. It's important. Having $1 trillion of credit card debt is both a good thing and a bad thing. It's showing you that there's jobs out there to service the debt. It's showing you that you know, there's enough people paying attention to it, that they feel comfortable with a credit card debt because we tend to cut back or the bank tends to cut back our limits. Anyhow, anyway, got a big event coming up, uh, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Thursday. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com. Coming up, we're going to be talking a little bit with a reporter about some of the financial issues in the Bay Area and the politics as well. Black.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I got a big event coming up, the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Thursday in Burlingame, Doubletree by Hilton, 630 to 9. It's a good chance to meet myself. I'll talk money with you. I'll talk investing with you. Um, I'll go over some ideas of stocks that I own and why. Um, I want income in retirement. It's crazy to think about. I don't want an annuity. Um, annuity could be for a very small amount of your money if it's done with someone like an emeritus. But I just saw the most horrendous, the most horrendous proposal by someone 
trying to get someone into an annuity. And it was filled with so many dumb statements and so many false leads and, and, and just be careful of annuities and annuity salespeople. They're there to take your money and they're there to get big commissions and they think they're doing the right thing. But honestly, if we were to play financial jeopardy, I would kick their butt. Um, and if anyone ever wants to challenge me in financial jeopardy, I'm up. I'm up for the challenge. You can come in studio. We'll set it up. Um, I promise I'll probably cheat, um, but not as easy as you think. But anyway, big event coming up, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, Thursday, June 16th, 630 to 9. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony, I've recently been talking to you a little bit about 15-year mortgages because rates are so incredibly low. I tend to favor the 30-year mortgage, but I'm able to say, let's take a look at some other ideas. Let's play around. Uh, let's run the numbers to see if this makes sense. Because I like 15 years for like rental properties, especially if you start cash flowing. Um, it's it's pretty sweet. Someone else is paying off your mortgage and you're making a little bit more money. And it's a little bit higher payment than a 30-year, but it's also you save the money on the interest, which is okay. It's not bad, but um, I tend to like the 30-year, the house that I live in, I want to do the 30-year. Uh, but rentals are more like the 15. You gave me a website. You were like, okay, you can go to this website and shop for 15-year large mortgages. And I went to the website, and you said, it'll update every day. I couldn't figure out what the hell I was looking at. You need to talk. This is a radio show. <laughs> um, yeah, the 15-year mortgage is definitely a, a money saver for, for a lot of people that can afford it. Uh, the payment goes up about like 35%, okay. uh, 30 to 35%. Uh, for example, a $500,000 mortgage, um, you could save – if there's a 1% interest rate difference between a 30-year fi- uh, the 30-year fixed and the 15-year fixed, you can save about $238,000 over the life of the loan. Now you lose the ability to earn But income. you also lose the ability to earn uh, income or the, the, money. the lost opportunity on that money that you've been putting into it. A lot of people, though, recently, Rob, uh, have been looking at the 30-year fixed. If you remember, it wasn't that long ago that the 15-year was over 4%, then it went to 35 and down to 3%. Now it's at 2.89 or something like that, which is fantastic. Uh, what I wanted to get at, but but yeah, the 30-year fixed, now people are looking at that and saying, you know what, I can do a 35 to 3.75% interest rate and then just do a self-amortizing to a 15-year, and then the months that I don't have the money, I can just go back to the 30-year fixed. So there are options keeping a 30-year fixed uh, on the months that you or, or years that you may not have the money to pay it. Let's just say hypothetically the difference between a 30-year payment and a 15-year payment, the 15-year is $200 more. I recommend people, if you do the 30, put $200 aside um, and start building up a nest egg that way. And then when push comes to shove, if you want to pay it off, you can pay it off. And if you want to say, this is my retirement account now, it suddenly becomes your magical retirement account. Right. Um, always yeah, maybe at the end of the year, each year you use that as your your $5,500 contribution to an IRA, for yep. example. Um, You've done little tricks like that. You've got a rental property where – I do. The income yeah. checks that come to you, you save. I, I, you don't I, put towards the mortgage. I net about $5,000 a, a year, $10,000 a year, sorry, and I put $5,000 in uh, for my wife and I. So there are strategies like that. Even even going as far as saying, why do you, why would you get a 30-year fixed instead of a five-year arm? A five-year arm, the interest rate can be about a percentage point lower, which can save you two to $300 a month or three to $4,000 a year, which you can save – Put that in aside, and then if you do have to refinance, if you know the arm portion of that that type of loan starts going up and the rate starts going up, your payment goes up, you can just refinance it. And if the rates are up and in the refi, you just use that pocket of money to pay some points down and get the rate back down. So there are some uh, 
some more flexibilities and, and opportunities to uh, save some money and then also hedge against anything that goes bad down in, down the road. So, uh, but there's an immense amount of interest that you can save by going to a 15 year and highly recommended if you can afford it and, and, and you can still fund your retirement. Wrapping this up, you sent me a website link and I started this conversation yeah. by saying I couldn't figure out a damn thing about it. <laughs> um, you smirk and you laugh and it's like, that's the difference between me and you. Like I get the big picture and I can do like, I can paint a nice picture, but I, I don't do the little micro dots and you have to do micro dots when you're in your industry versus mine. We do. Um, and, and one thing about a 15-year and, and, and websites and the way that, that uh, lenders and banks are marketing is you have to be really careful because uh, they, are, they are misleading. Uh, a lot of companies will put in the fine print that that, that two-point whatever interest rate is not a 30-year. It is a 15-year, and they, and they get you in. They start the, the transaction, and you find out later that it's a 15-year. A, a and, and that's why I like the, the, the face-to-face Yeah. Uh, interviews and, and transactions because it, especially being local, there's a lot of places in San Diego and LA that are soliciting up here in the Bay Area. Um, heavy marketing. There's a place in, in Portland that's advertising in San Francisco. We've all known about that one big bank uh, that's putting those billboards on the on the bus stops. Okay. Um, so you have to be really careful about the kind of marketing that's attracting you to either a website or uh, making a phone call. Especially when it comes to changing, making a big life change of going from a 30 year to a 15 year. You just got to make sure you run the numbers. And I think that's all I was trying to do, Rob, when I sent you this website is just to give you a little bit more ammo to, uh, to look at and make some, help you make a decision. But ultimately you, you were sent a flyer that gave you a, that showed a pretty decent rate, but the APR was higher. A lot of people don't know what the APR is. When you see an interest rate and an APR, which is the, standard way of, of advertising and that APR is much higher, that means you're paying a lot of points and that loan is very costly. And if you can find somebody with a lower APR with the same rate, that makes more sense. That's the true reason why the APR was even originated to begin with. A lot of advertising that comes to your house in mail, not a very good deal, but it looks like a good deal. Not a very good deal. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. So changing topics ever so slightly, um, one area that continues to fascinate me is credit and people with access to credit. I know a couple that, and this is just very ancillary, that they're, they're not really living off earned income. They're living off credit cards. And it fascinates me because I think you can live off credit cards in movies. Like he could be that guy who like, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio plays and He's charming and he's smooth and he pulls out a credit card. He steals someone's credit card. I think he can get like, but real life living off credit cards. There, there are some proponents of, of living off credit cards, then going into bankruptcy, then living off credit cards and going into bankruptcy, uh, that are out there. You have to be really careful. I'm not going to name them, but, uh, some people will just get caught up in the, the whole low interest rate, the amount of credit that's being offered right now, 20, 30, $40,000 on a credit card. And then you start running it up and it becomes a habit. Yeah. Uh, we see it a lot in the mortgage industry where somebody, Lenders aren't aren't required to pay off. Pay, I'm sorry to close a credit card if you take money out of your house. They only make you pay it down to zero, which gives you the opportunity now to borrow more money on your credit card, which is crazy because that was all factored into your debt ratio to begin with. In the last three months, I've recommended bankruptcy to more people than I have in 20 years. Um, you know, there was this girl. This, her parents are check talking to me because, of course, she's 20 something and she's not going to pay attention to a financial guy, but. She's got $150,000 of student debts, and she doesn't have the ability to pay it back. I'm like, I hope she got a good degree. I hope she got something out of it because 
more than likely she's going to have to go bankrupt. It's too much debt for someone. If if she's like a teacher or if she's like uh, making $50,000 or less, she's not going to be able to service that debt. Um, And if she is, it's going to retard her financial growth in the future of the ability to buy a house, buy a car, buy, you know, fund a 401k kind of thing. So I don't think any parent wants to hear, you know, your kid got an enormous amount of debt. What the hell were you thinking? Community college for two years was probably a better idea than doing this. But now she's going to be forced to consider bankruptcy. And that's a stigma in our society, which is unfortunate because the couple that I know, they're going to divorce. And my advice is get the bankruptcy done first before the, you know, before you start bringing in more money. There's no way they're, they're going to be able to get hide from the bankruptcy. It's going to happen. And, you know, there's Chapter 13 bankruptcy, Chapter 7 bankruptcy. One, if you have income, you have to service the debt for a period of time, three to five years. One, you wipe out your assets. I'm not a bankruptcy expert. Trust me, I, I, I throw that out there. But she's 40 plus and she wants to remarry. I gave her that bit. And she has, she has no savings or very little. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, pros and cons to a bankruptcy. We see a lot of the pros on our end. Especially from a lender saying, "Oh, you can wait two, three years out of out of discharge of a bankruptcy, and then you can buy another house." Um, not sure what it's like to get a credit card after bankruptcy, but you can buy a house two Someone years out of out of discharge. Someone will give you a credit, and uh, yeah, and then all you have to do is establish credit uh, over that period of time, and, and you you qualify. And uh, yeah, your credit score is going to take a hit, but you know if you use FHA and you buy a house, they'll allow pretty short periods uh, after these what they call life events or housing events. Yeah, I'm with you. So anyway, it's it's sad that I say that because, like, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, maybe I'm more conservative, and now I'm at the point where, like, lady, you are running out of time. You are you are looking at living in a trailer at 65 if you don't consider bankruptcy at 45. And it's it's nothing I feel comfortable saying out loud, but it's something I have to say out loud. So, and 20 years ago, I've been like, you should get a second job and deliver pizzas on weekends. You got in the debt, you did, you like, but at this point, like, I, it's, maybe I just don't have enough time in my schedule. Because I'm, I'm telling, it's a pretty easy thing to say uh, as a solution, just to go to bankruptcy. Yeah. But you really have to think that out. And I'd consider at least consulting a bankruptcy attorney, even though you're not going to get all your answers. It'll give you some of them. Do it yourself. You're going to have to fill out a lot of forms. Take a break here. We'll be back. You can find me at Rob Black's show. Don't forget to get a big event coming up June 16th, just right around the corner of the Tim Pillars Retirement Income. You can sign up in Burlingame at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back again, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. 
Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We got markets lower. Nothing really jumping there for me. Like, it's not the end of the earth. It's nothing crazy. Negative start to the day. Where we close, no one knows. The fact that we've been playing with all-time highs in the S&P 500 this week tells me we're okay. But the fact that we're playing with all-time highs with 10-year Treasury rates, you know, hitting almost annual, annual. Um, sometimes you, you throw words out there, you're like, is annual the same thing as year-to-date? Um, year-to-date lows? Um, so 10-year Treasury sits at 1.63%. Whoa. Um just to give you perspective, that'd be like being a 12-year-old boy and being told, one day you're going to marry Miss Universe. You would never have expected that. Like, 1.6, that shouldn't be happening. It's it's a problem that's a good problem. Uh, mortgage rates are lovely. Uh, but it's also telling you that there's a flight. There, there's people out there who are scared. Uh, money is scared, and money rep being scared tells you that people are hiding there. Uh, a lot of pundits are warning that the bond rally is unsustainable, so there's a world of contemplation right now as to what comes next for sovereign bond markets and global stock markets. There's a lot of uncertainty in the capital markets. Um, uncertainty, uncertainty gets kind of a grip going, which is more of a chokehold than a handshake. Um, you know, trading right now is tenuous. We're looking at how's China doing, how's Russia doing, how's the global economy doing. Every major central bank has lowered interest rates to try to stimulate demand for credit. And that's a little bit of a problem. We've got a big event coming up Thursday. Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning in Burlingame. I don't get to Burlingame very often, but retirement planning is more complicated than ever. Um, it's a good event. Um, I've got a PDF that I can get to you on what's covered. I'll be going over some stocks, and I think if you've listened to the show this week, I've highlighted some of the... Uh, the blue chip companies that I like at basically any level, uh, but especially when they're down. I like them at any level if you've got a time horizon of more than five years, but anytime these stocks are down in a bad market, I'm like, woohoo, things are on sale. Um, they include names like Visa, names like Facebook. Uh, the fact that, you know, of all the advertising that goes on out there, it's still about 1% that's going to online. Facebook's going to get the money rake. And they're going to rake in lots of doleros in the future uh, tied towards advertising because that's where a lot of eyeballs are at this point in time. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Doing a little market summary at this point in time. You've got the dollar-denominated commodity sliding. Let's take a quick look at that. Oil, eh, down about 1.5%. Um, and again, Hardly anything to get panicked about. There's a negative bias in global equities. There's a kind of a bid for safe havens, telco services, utilities, and consumer staples. We're going to probably pay our phone bill, whether you're a business or an individual. So there's some safety in that. There's utilities. We're probably going to keep the electricity on. Um, I'm a transplant from the East Coast to California, and it's really funny. I used to, on the East Coast, you could be like running in 90-degree heat with, 100% 100% humidity, it's gross, you feel like you're in a rainforest, and you get out to California, and suddenly like 78 degrees is hot, you're like, I need air conditioning, 
I need a popsicle. Um, so utilities aren't going to go away. And then consumer staples, things like food, things that you have to have to live. Um, that's where the money is going to right here, right now. Right here, right now. Um, so the political season is going to start to heat up. And Wall Street will like Hillary Clinton more than Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump um, would be very pro-American, which would probably be very pro-trade war. Um whether you like me for saying that or not, that's just the basic general consensus. I'm not trying to do a condition red alert, condition red alert. I'm not trying to do that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Chipotle, uh, quick service restaurant, um, kind of fast foodish. Um, if you've been in a Chipotle recently, you're not alone. The restaurant chain is showing signs of recovery. Um, picking up core traffic again in early days, not clear yet you know, how much of this is product is aggressive promotions. If you live in a home close to a Chipotle recently, you've probably gotten like free food coupons where they want you to go back in and get, you know, positive feelings for again, because they've had, you know, crisis tied towards E. Coli. Um, I need to lose a little weight. If anyone can food poison me to the point that I don't quite die, but I feel like I'm going to die. That would be helpful. Um, so keep an eye on it. You know, Taco Bell went through a E. coli issue that was much greater and much worse uh, than Chipotle. So, yo quiero Taco Bell. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So they've been a little bit busier these days. And that's a sign of a turnaround. Uh, again, will it happen? No one really knows for sure, for certain, but... It's certainly encouraging and helpful to the brand. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, President Barack Obama has endorsed Hillary Clinton. And again, that's going to change the political season. We'll see how that plays out. Thursday was a pretty momentous day for former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. It's the first day we've ever had a woman nominated to be a candidate for presidency. Um pretty interesting uh now she just has to keep her fingers crossed that no more scandals creep in on her well that would be very very bad i'm rob black talking all things when i tell you can find me online at rob black show twitter rob black show youtube rob black show three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.